0: wyra is a musician a medicine woman and more important than all of that she is my sister i have a deep love for wyra and the way that she walks on her path and in this podcast we get to tell stories of her own journey on the medicine path but instead of me telling you about wyra i'm gonna let wyra tell you about herself in wyra's words I have been part of the Itzachilatlan sacred fire for the past nine years. This is where I was first introduced to the red path traditions and the Toltec civilization. I did my vision quests in Ecuador in the temple of Pacha under the guide of my Taita Arturo Chiriboga. After finishing my four vision quests, I did my first sun dance in the same land. I'm part of the collective Mujeres de Luna. Songs, knowledge, and origins, women who have changed my life by the way of relating our beings, guided by the beating of a drum, singing all together in gratitude. I'm a Mestiza woman who is finding her roots in the relationship to life. I'm a mama of two teenagers. Beyond my skin color or the family I was born in, I recognize myself as an indigenous woman, daughter of this sun and this earth related to all alive because of everything that sustains my life completely dependent on the sacred spirits that give me life all of these rites of passage have taken me deeper into knowing myself a little bit more if i want to really be in service of the true greater purpose of my life The memory of the warriors that have been here before us is in our blood. I surrender with great respect to all the carriers and keepers of tradition. I also consider myself a translator in many ways. Because all I can talk about is what I have experienced through my own flesh and breath as things are continually shifting. And I know that the mystery is holding space for us all. But before we get started, a word from our sponsors. First up, we have Mudwater. Now Mudwater is one of my favorite products that are out there in the health and wellness better for you space. It's a coffee alternative. It has four adaptogenic mushrooms. It has cacao, Ayurvedic herbs, And it's really a coffee alternative. It has a fraction of the caffeine of a cup of coffee, but I do like a little bit of caffeine. And Mudwater just hits that sweet spot. It doesn't have a bunch of sugar or anything in there. So if you want to add your own sweetener, you're welcome to. Or if you're mixing it in a shake or a warm morning drink like I often do, it's just really a kind of a perfect product. And it's no surprise that Mudwater has done so well as a company because it's just phenomenal. And phenomenal all the way up, all the way down, not only from the quality of ingredients, the flavor profile, and also just the customer service and the ethos of the company itself. I am a huge fan. And again, cacao and chai for mood and a microdose of caffeine. They got Lion's Mane, which helps with cognitive support and alertness. Cordyceps, which is the flagship ingredient in our product Shroom Tech Sport from Onnit. It's got chaga and reishi to support your immune system and offer that little bit of calm that comes with the reishi mushroom. Turmeric is also one of those great products for any kind of stiffness or soreness you might be feeling. And cinnamon, which is an ingredient that's very close to my heart, that also has a bunch of antioxidants. And actually, in high enough amounts, can help with blood sugar regulation. I talk about that a bit in my book, Own the Day. So Mudwater is just one of those things that if you're curious about a coffee alternative and you like making delicious beverages, whether they're smoothies or hot drinks, I highly recommend it. It's Whole30 approved, 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, kosher certified. It's got all the goods. So go to mudwater.com slash amp. That's M-U-D-W-T-R dot com slash amp. And use the code Aubrey to get 15% off at checkout. Once again, the code Aubrey for 15% at checkout. First up, we have bond charge. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, you probably understand the benefits of sauna and red light therapy. But not all of us are able to acquire a red light sauna and put it in our garage or put it in our house. So one of the technologies that can be used is a sauna blanket. And Bond Charge makes the best version of these sauna blankets that I've ever encountered. So instead of having to go into a sauna, you get the heat and the red light therapy in blanket form. So you can make a little nest. You can put on your Bond Charge sauna blanket and start to experience the benefits of the heat and the sweat, and the red light therapy. So this is an incredible solution to get into one of these restorative practices that is really necessary for our fast-paced lifestyle, a lifestyle that requires us dropping into these deeper healing modalities. So I really encourage you guys to check out all of Bond Charge's products, but especially the sauna blanket. So, if you go to bondcharge.com, B O N C H A R G E.com slash amp, you can use the coupon code AMP to save 15%. That's bondcharge.com slash amp, coupon code AMP to save 15%, which equates to $140 off your very own sauna blanket. Check it out. And if you're still on the fence, recognize that BonCharge Charge ships worldwide, has an easy return and exchange policy, a 12-month warranty, and all of their red light devices come in small, portable options. It's a great solution. So check it out, bonchargecom amp. Next up, we have Four Visions Market, and Four Visions Market is kind of my go-to place for a lot of shamanic tools. It supports over 30 different indigenous artists and their families through more than fair trade purchase, so their spiritual tools and art. They got high-quality, made-in-prayer medicines. It's a bridge to over 15 Amazonian tribes that are sharing their traditions and really their magic and medicine. 50% of the proceeds are going to go directly to the tribes, artisans, and healers, and on top of that, Four Visions Market donates 10% of their profits to their partner nonprofit, Movement for Amazonian Growth and Indigenous Cultures, they call it the Magic Fund, and other different Amazonian operations with missions that are aligned with their values this year four visions market they're spearheading a native plant reforestation and seed preservation project in the colombian amazon as well as a bunch of different support for the putumayo region and the hundreds of indigenous people there the tools from the four visions markets they're all handcrafted if you're talking about caripes or tepes and all of the different botanicals they're wild harvested again in sacred prayer again in sacred prayer and the proper way and you're really receiving you know, genuine medicinal tools from these incredible traditions that have deeply impacted my life. So some of the products they include, they have an ambi Sachayage microdose tincture, ceremonial grade cacaos, Amazonian king nettle, Melipona honey eye drops for eye health, nausea oil for nasal support, a chilcoagwe healing spray, and of course, their hape, which I absolutely love. So if you're interested in any of these goodies, Check out fourvisionsmarket.com, F O U R, visionsmarket.com, and use the code AMP AMP for 15% off your very first order. And finally, we have on it. So without further ado, podcast with my sister, Wida. Often I like to lead into these podcasts just to set the frequency. Mm hmm. With the song, so that the song sets a frequency, and the intention of letting these words be medicine mm-hmm. for whoever hears them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, if you're up to share any song that yeah. comes from your heart, sure. Then we'll uh, we'll start with that.
2: It's a beautiful drum. Yeah. Ready.
3: O GM e Male, Tzunki le vale. Tzunki ne vale ya. Tzunki Serpentinas espinantes. Cristales que absorben mis huellas. Corto tu carne y vibra Mi corazón al tiempo Mi corazón latiendo, ella y yo Canal expira mí, dale Cristales transforman mis huellas Spirales Profundas Me llevan Hacia adentro Me sacan Desde afuera ay, 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 yo. Abuelito De montaña Abuelito Del desierto Abuelito Mason, I Zum gehene valley yeah 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 valley yeah yeah valley yeah
0: Right before you started singing that I heard that song in my head. I didn't know what song you were going to sing. And I could hear that song in my head. Now, of course, it is one of my favorite songs of yours. So maybe you could say, yeah. <laughs> of course it was that song. But maybe you could say that actually we were tuned into the frequency. And that was the song that was needed for that very moment. It was the puzzle piece that fit right into the puzzle of this conversation and setting the intention for this podcast. <laughs> both yeah both yeah speaking of that so i was familiar with your music really drawn to it from the first time and it was probably spotify recommendations honestly Mm -hmm. is how it came in either you know maybe i don't know i got turned on to rodrigo gallardo Mm -hmm. Gallardo? Mm gallardo gallardo And I think I had a playlist working with him. And then some of your music came on. I was like, oh, wow, I love this. (laughs) And then I explored down your whole artist profile. And then a very serendipitous thing happened. We're in Greece, traveling around the Greek islands, my friends. And we pull up to Scorpios in Mykonos. And then I see a woman and a man get up on stage. And then I hear the song and I'm like, oh, I've been listening to Wider for a long time. And I get to my phone and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I really appreciated about that, Scorpios is a party environment. I mean, bottles of alcohol and whatever other substances are going on there. But what you were offering was not just like what a DJ would offer. You were you were kind of the shaman of the frequency of the music that was playing there. And even though everybody was partying, you were just laying in this tone of like, yeah, have fun, but here's the medicine, the medicine, and the medicine allows all the joy, all the laughter, all the love, (laughs) all the sexiness, all of it is all contained in it. But I'm going to put out this frequency that everybody can enjoy. It's like when the, when the ocean, puts out that calm water with little bitty waves that everybody can play in not like the crashing ones that are gonna you know destroy destroy people (laughs) and put them on kook slams it's but just this frequency and at that moment i was like man we gotta you know like i gotta find a way to get to know Waira and get to experience what she has to offer and as that's happened of course I've uncovered more and more layers of why I was attracted to your songs and your music and the energy that you're putting out. So it's been a beautiful journey to get us to right here.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel very grateful. And as you said, in serendipity and what we were talking also yesterday in the magical ways that things unravel, whether we want to... Say that it was a magical event, or that we were all, all actually the protagonists and the the makers, you know, just as when we say we're the dreamers and we're also the ones that are being living this dream, no? Um, definitely, I can tap into what you're saying. We we perform in many different places mm-hmm. and obviously a lot of those venues are party scene. It's a, it's a place where a lot of things are happening all at once. And I've definitely uh, felt the power of what we're bringing, um, because of also where it came. You know, like when I'm singing these songs, uh, most of them have come during medicine ceremonies. Mm. Um, like this one specifically that I just sang Ochiema that you like so much. I also like love it a lot, and it also came while I was drinking medicine and. And I feel that it's a way of bringing that possibility and that vibration and that frequency through a very um, common language, which is sound mm-hmm. and dance and celebration. Mm-hmm. So it is an opportunity to share that that because a lot of people don't get the possibility maybe to sit in the ceremony. But in a way, I feel that uh, especially when the container is very clear, I've seen the ship Far in the sky you know like as we did a few days ago you know yeah. and everybody's very in tune to what we're doing together so yeah thank you for your words i really appreciate it
0: yeah for sure for sure i think the ability to take something that <clears throat> you you were able to allow this muse to move through your own body and your own unique mind through the medicine work that you did which which medicine were you working with when this song came to you
2: well, this was a night in uh, Amalia's house and my sister Amalia. And we we drank ayahuasca during the night. We drank ayahuasca mm-hmm. during the night. And, and we had a lot of San Pedro that we needed to peel for another ceremony. Uh-huh. So uh, they all went to bed and Karenina and I stayed awake. And Karenina was like, should we start peeling the medicine? So we drink more ayahuasca and we start peeling the San Pedro.
0: Drinking ayahuasca and peeling San Pedro <laughs> peeling wachuma that is a that is a powerful process
2: and this and this song came came in that moment. I was like, seeing all this like crystals in that's my just hands. this
0: pause that's the coolest oh. origin story for a song, yeah, so we drank some more ayahuasca and went to work peeling the wachuma and then this song came to me just thank you
2: thank I you mean, it's um. I mean, yeah, it can sound extraordinary in that sense, you know, but also when uh, your life is is guided in this way where the medicines are available in our daily basis. Because for a long period of my life, it was very close to me. Now I've been away from Ecuador for a while and it's not something as it was before that it was very, as I just mentioned, you know, it was. So that was a very intimate ceremony for us. And then we had to continue the work. Yeah. So um, it was that it's actually a song that is inspired in uh, Icaro by Maestra Olivia eh, from Peru, Shipibo mm-hmm. Con Conibo. Mm-hmm. And that melody kind of like stayed with me with like.
3: <notorious pool>
2: and it's it's different, but it, in that moment, I was so present with the ayahuasca. And yet, a I thousand
0: could... people just went into an ayahuasca vision just from hearing you do that for, for five seconds or like oh god here we oh. go here we go again
2: <laughs> yes well that is the power of the music you yes, know because it yes, it it's something that is imprinted in our in our waters and that vibration that has moved us in in certain ways can take us back to any memory you know and mm-hmm. that's why it's so medicinal too because we get to experience that vibration in ourselves and so yeah, I feel very honored that I that I, I I've had very beautiful possibilities to sit with the medicine in family where I mm-hmm. I felt so comfortable and open that I was a very clear channel to receive to.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I've I've really been feeling this and I even wrote a long time ago a blog back when I was writing blog posts and I didn't have a podcast yet and it was called Party with your third eye open. And it was basically the idea that we have this distinction of like, oh, I'm going to go party, which means I'm going to close everything down. I'm going to inebriate myself in a way where Mm -hmm. I see less and less of the world. My inhibitions are gone. Everything is there. It's just like the immediate thing in front of me. So it's a closing of your consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that's one way to do it. And there's certain applications for it. And you know, alcohol is certainly helpful in that regard in some ways, but it doesn't have to be used in that regard it can actually open if you want it's a lot about intention but the idea that people who are actually oh you're at scorpio's you're partying can't have a like a medicine ceremony in the party this is i mean this is what burning man collapses as well right it's like this idea of what is medicine what is party what is celebration and ultimately it's an invitation to celebrating life Mm-hmm. And that's the way that I like to party. Like every time I party, if I'm partying, like you're going to probably find the best version of Aubrey that you've <laughs> ever found. Like you, if you catch me partying, like I'm going to be the clearest and the most heart forward and yeah. the most present actually. Cause that's what, that's, what's fun is being alive, celebration, not being less than being more, being more open, open to the sounds, open to the people around you. So, that's when I want to get in, and I think when you go to like a, a one of those other type of clubs, which I've been in many clubs, and I like clubs, where it's just heavy music and people are all drunk, and there's a lot of other energies. Maybe you do want to close your energy field down a mm-hmm. little bit, and you want to kind of protect yourself a little mm-hmm. bit, so the intoxicants protect yourself a little bit, and you kind of create a protected layer, and that's fine. No judgment for that path. I've been and I've done that many times myself, but the real celebration that tapping into a frequency like your music provides of just here we are with life. There's this medicine music going and it's hitting my body and I'm dancing and I'm laughing. And it's a natural expression that you have. It's one of the things I really love about you in totality as a human is the joy
4: Mm -hmm. is
0: like life. It's like you are, you are like an embodiment of capital L life. <laughs> like life. Life is living through you. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: yeah. When you allow your body and your waters to return to mama, return to earth, like mama will know like this one, this child, this daughter, she lived.
2: <laughs> she
0: lived. She was alive. Hell
2: she had she was alive.
0: <laughs> you know and in that in your memory as your soul as you remember this life you you say and you have waira as your costume as your identity for this life in the soul's long journey through many lives you say ah that waira she lived <laughs> she lived she lived in a beautiful way
2: mm-hmm. yes i've i have a beautiful life i do i all i can really express every day from like Yeah, I feel so much gratitude. And I feel that's also why I've been given so many gifts by the Spirit too, you know, because I am allowing myself to be in that space of gratitude where I can't deny the magic that I can witness every day. I can't. It's like Mm -hmm. just impossible. I laugh at myself. I'm like, I am seeing this. Are we all seeing this? Yes, we are. (laughs) Thank you. You know, And, and, and it's just like that, you know, I feel that. We are somehow, um, with all the information and all this input that we're having all the time, you know, so much information that is coming in propaganda and everywhere we go, there's images in our phones and social media. And we've forgotten in a way to be present with this cycles of nature, you know, where the ultimate abundance and the ultimate freedom and all the magic is supported by itself because it's just wanting to be life, you know, and, and yeah, I feel that definitely that is something with, as a personal purpose, with my art and my music that I want to go deep in, you know, I feel that in this moment, I am going to go on a deep journey. Mm -hmm. I'm asking for it. Yeah. I want to have like a retreat moment for myself to, to receive too, you know, because and not that I'm not well when I'm given, you know, but it's because there's that continuous uh, aini, as we call it, which is this reciprocity, reciprocity as our breath, you know, it's we inhale and It's a Quechua word, aini. Aini.
0: Quechua word for reciprocity. It's a very important word. It's a very important concept. Yes. It's it's actually one of the original principles, I think. Yes, of the it's cosmos. what it's based
2: on.
4: Yeah.
2: And when I think about it, I f- I feel it's like our breathing. You know, it's like the constant flow of this energetic yeah. of receiving and giving. And while I'm giving, I'm receiving it all.
0: Yeah, Balance. and
2: So I feel also I'm I'm reaching this moment right now where I also want to like sit and be the one that is told kind of like what to do. And now you're gonna and let's do this and let's try this and 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 really sit in the like the student chair for a little bit. Also, you know and. You never,
0: any master, every master mm-hmm. I know, every master I know still is a student.
4: Yes, that's continuous. what disti-
0: That's what distinguishes, I actually think, one of these stale masters from like one of the really alive mystics, mm-hmm. you know. A master can study, 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 experience, experience, know something, but the moment they think they know everything, they've gotten almost like calcified fossilized and the life is not moving through yeah. them anymore yeah you know no. and so the student is that it's the regeneration it's the spring water that comes in and softens all of the hard parts and it yeah. evolves all, allows new things to grow maybe yeah. there's a whole new horn that grows out of your concept that you wow how did that yes. even happen well because life got in there
4: yeah, and it
0: made you made a unicorn horn in your idea and now you have to deal with this <laughs> concept <laughs> So yeah, that's obviously, that is the path. Yes, it's learning, finding your own mastery, but allowing it to, uh, again, life. Life yeah. to flow death. through you. And death. Death as a part of life.
2: Yes, it has to happen and to sh- so that we can shed our skin and we can shift in however we want to now experience ourselves. You know, because the more we get to... I'm very reflective with myself. Like I'm the whole time questioning a lot of things and not with judgment that's why i get to also shake it and be like okay well that just happened it's okay Mm -hmm. but i love this 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 space where i get to really question and observe myself from different places and like i even do exercises where i literally see myself from this side and then i see myself from behind Mm -hmm. and i see and while i'm doing a certain action and mm. I'm like, okay, kind of like detach from from this right now. Like feel it from somewhere else as if you are observing yourself. And yeah, I'm feeling, um, yeah.
0: Well, you do that as a tool. So it's important to consciously do that as a tool to be able to be the witness of yourself <laughs> and say, oh, look, the Aubrey is worried about this. The Aubrey is going through this process. The Aubrey is doing this. So it's very important practice however the magic comes when you collapse that observer because oftentimes we have a very toxic version of that observer that's looking and saying you're not pretty enough you're not good enough you're yes, not doing enough judgment. this is wrong judge it's a judgment voice so ego. we have that yeah we have that witness perspective or even superego, as freud would call it like the witness perspective over the ego of ourself like looking and judging and poking and picking and, but really when the real magic, when you're singing, of course, and when you're in, in the, in presence, all of that collapses and you are just expressing everything. All of the observer comes right into the present moment.
2: Mm-hmm. And in the
0: present moment, that transmission becomes magic.
2: Yes. And it's so healing for me. Like when I'm singing, it's like the most, uh, it's when i feel the most present i can say you know because i cannot put any anything in between because it's i see it is not even like the voice that is coming through me yes it's a voice that is manifesting through this vessel but it somehow it's not even mine you know like it's just mm-hmm. coming through me and mm-hmm. that's why it just goes with the breath it's gone <laughs> yeah. i just you know and and yeah it's it's i find it very nurturing to be like in that, in that, in that state of the witnessing. But you know what I'm, what we were reflecting on also yesterday when I was saying, we are the ones that are seeing it all, all the time. You know, we are the ultimate witness because Mm -hmm. through us, all the manifestation of whatever we are creating within our own world is, it's happening in front of us. You know, we cannot deny it. There's no way that I can close my eyes and not see. Mm -hmm. It's beyond our understanding, you know, and, so yeah i I this is why I love encouraging people to sing, and that's why I love sharing those workshops, too, because I feel that we are so afraid of expressing ourselves beyond singing because it's not about if I'm singing in tune or not, it's expression, yeah, and we are afraid to express, yet we're talking all the all the time, yeah, but then when we really have to express something that comes from our heart, there is this like kind of like, oh, I'd rather the judge close it and maybe what I'm going to say is not that interesting or if I'm going to say this and then maybe I said this and it wasn't that one or all these things you know and 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 I feel that a lot of our blockages are are very like imprinted yeah of course in our in our in our in our body and that's why we don't get to open up and ah you know yeah, like let just yourself feel, sing uh, yes. let your whole
0: expression that the emanation mm-hmm. of your entire energy sing a song mm-hmm. you know I, one of my you know, one of my friends and teachers is uh, a channel named Paul Selig. And uh he had he channels from the guides, and the guides say, We will sing your song for you until you remember the words. You know, so it's just and what what are they saying? They're saying they're just it's the vibration of life mm-hmm. and just allowing that to sing. And what blocks that, you know, what's the the block? to that is that judgmental peace and that's one of the things that i appreciate about you as a medicine woman as well even though we haven't sat in ceremony you poured water for us yesterday mm-hmm. at a very beautiful lodge that's a part of your tradition and we'll, i want to talk about that as well the, how you receive the chinupa and the whole process of you know mm-hmm. pouring sweat but one of the things that i really appreciated and i continue to appreciate about you is this feeling of non-judgment you know where you're not holding anything in judgment and i i was laughing at the sweat lodge yesterday that you poured which was a combination of your temescal tradition and the inipi tradition we had some sun dancers an eagle dancer and some people here supporting it was a beautiful blend it was like condor ego prophecy mm-hmm. happening live on our land <laughs> It's really beautiful, but you said, you know, you talked about some of your initiations and people were asking if they could bring water into the lodge. And he said, you know, no, no water in the lodge, but if you need to go out, you can drink water. And you just gently reminded people, you said, In my tradition, we go to the mountain for four days without any water. And then on the, after the fourth day, we are served medicine, which is still no water. But if you want medicine, you can drink the medicine, which is Wachuma, I think Mm -hmm. at that point. And that's for another three days. But if you need water in this next hour and a half, (laughs) you go for it. (laughs) But it was such a cool way to say like, I won't judge you at all. And you say it with such love. I won't judge you at all. If you need water in this next three hours, just let it be known that for seven days, I go up on the mountain and I don't drink any water. And everybody's like, man, all right. Well, I guess if you can do it for seven days, I can probably do it for a few hours. I couldn't, by the way, I had to get out after door two and drink some water because I was so thirsty. Mm -hmm. And I definitely want to talk about that more. But so I really just want to first open up the concept of non-judgment and then i want to talk about more about the process of the lodge but let's just talk about this attitude this this feeling of not being in judgment mm-hmm. judgment as a poison in a way mm-hmm. discretion important i should do this maybe not this this is this is helpful this is not helpful discretion always discretion mm-hmm. Discretion, the sword of discretion needs to be gleaming and sharp, sword of discretion, but not judgment. Mm -hmm. We don't need judgment.
2: Yeah. Well, while you're talking about this, um, it reminded me of the words of Carmen Vicente, another beautiful medicine woman from Ecuador. And I heard her once saying that she's always inspired because she's inspired by what she doesn't want to repeat. And she's also inspired mm-hmm. by what she does want to repeat. Mm-hmm. And she said, with those eyes, everywhere you look and everyone you see is inspiration. And I, I mean, yes, I, it's like, I feel judgment comes. I mean, obviously we, it comes from this place of thinking that things could be done in a dif- in the way we want first to begin, yeah. you know, because why would I even question what this other person is doing or what is already happening. But I have this perspective from my own personal experience and my own eyes that are witnessing this situation that this could be done differently. And we get entangled in that that place where we're actually just having a reflection of ourselves, you know, because Mm -hmm. if there's something that is triggering you and you're able to judge it, it's because something in that is resonating very deeply in you that you can even see it. Yeah. Because the eyes of the ones that is in completely in love with existence is not, um, is not coming with that, you know, that, that eye that is questioning the possibility of another, uh, the expression of another being. Because we're actually I celebrate when people get to talk, get to sing, get to do something. I'm like, yes, that is beautiful, you yes, know. And, exactly. and how beautiful that you get to be inspired also by maybe my many words. You know, I love talking. I am a storyteller. I'm a simultaneous translator too, you know? So I'm always very aware of the words that have been said and I'm very present with what it's been said. And then I feel that a lot of the times people come to me and then they're also very open to express themselves and not feel that that inner judge from within, you know? And I, in the times where I am feeling that judgment, I do go inside of myself and I question what is happening here. You know, what is really happening within myself that I get to see this. And
0: that's the important process, right? Is like, take the judgment and then bring it inside as an introspective process. Yes. Like, what is this judgment illuminating about myself? Because one of the big problems is that we have this externalized idea of the judge and what is good and what is bad. Mm -hmm. And some of this comes from this, you know, christian theology in many ways of like a judgmental god who's this is right this is wrong this is right this is wrong And and this is not just christian it's in many different religions and many different traditions even first nations traditions have some judgment we were laughing outside about some judgments about a woman being on her moon yes it's no different than the You know, Yahweh, Christian, uh, Judeo Christian God that's judging. There's these ideas that can come from an external source. And maybe there is some general wisdom behind it, maybe not. Maybe it was manipulation for power. Uh, A lot of things can come. So there's these ideas that can either come from a tradition or it can come from a religion about a God or it could come from culture. And so this external judge, again, external judge being religion being a tradition or just being this invisible god of culture which says this is beautiful see how many likes this person has see how many see them on the cover of the magazine see them doing this this is this is our god this is what's important and god says that this thing the way that you look right here that's not beautiful the breasts that are this size nope that's not beautiful like All of these things subconsciously, there's an external judge that is preventing us from expressing our true song of our own beauty, of our own life. Yes. And so it's like getting back to the inside, like, no, 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 you are participating in the divine force. If you're doing it, if you really tap in, God is seeing through your eyes. God is whispering through your mouth. Mm -hmm. Like that moment where you feel that it's participation with life, participation with the divine, and then holding gently all of these religions and traditions and, and testing them to see, does this resonate in my own body? Is this really true? Where is this coming from? Is this from me or is this from an external God, the invisible God of culture or the God of tradition or religion? and being able to distinguish the two mm-hmm. so important
2: it is important it is and i mean especially because we are living as a collective you know in this human experience it i i'm very clear that the best work we can do is is to be very uh, to go very deep in ourselves that's the best way we can support the wholeness you know yeah i I I repeat this often because I've found that really self-love is the best activism that we can we can plant you know we can how can I generate this this, this space of truthness and and how can I liberate my myself from the judgment and how can we get in tune with the uh, the cycles the natural cycles the the places where we can all be ourselves where we can all express ourselves in our truthness yeah And the moment we are really tapping into that space of our, of our gift, of what we've really come here to share and express us as in this lifetime experience, as this human body that we have, I see that as like the, you know, the, the greatest ceremony of them all. You know, I've been in many ceremonies where I'm like, what should I do? And Paulina would say, the best thing is to be there, what you're doing right now. Like, why are you searching what else to do somewhere else? Sit and pray or say just be present (laughs) that's the best help you can do and so yeah i I feel that it's very important to to ask questions and to find other places where we can reach for these other information and that maybe if something is like not resonating and is even hurting us in a way given by like, yeah, culture or something that has been imprinted or because of our parents and what they were taught. And then with so much love, they also give it to us because it came with love too. And that's why we trust and we receive it. Mm -hmm. But it's important to have that personal uh, space with ourselves so that we can get to ask the important questions that will lead us to to a bigger spectrum, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. So I referenced it and... I've done my own processes of being in isolation, but Mm -hmm. not without food or water. I've never done a long vision quest type of practice, but I spent six days in the darkness, Mm -hmm. absolute silence, isolation, blackness, not dark, blackness, no light. And you really get to know yourself in those experiences. But in your tradition back home in Ecuador, you have a four, seven, nine, and 13-day vision quest Mm -hmm. process. And in that process, I'm sure you really get to know yourself well. So tell us about that process, what it is, what you guys do, and then how that helps you illuminate those parts of yourself that you can actually see when everything else in the world kind of goes out of focus and all there is is you
2: and the mountain. And you? <laughs> well, we say that we go to the mountain to rest. And I didn't really understand that the first year I went. And but the mountain
0: is the, for everybody who knows, the mountain is the place where you do the vision quest.
2: Yes. Well, I did it in Ecuador. Yeah, the north of Ecuador in Imbabura in province in Urcupacha. It's called the land where we do it. And that's where our ceremonial land and where the sand dance is is happening and the spirit dance too and the vision quest. So um, I drank ayahuasca uh, in, in March for my birthday that year. And on that August, I was already in the mountain
4: because
2: mm. I met these beautiful women and I say, I just want to do this. Like I want to I do this. I want to be with them and I want to understand what this is about. So... Um, you go to the mountain for four nights, four days, the first year. You have to prepare your bundles of tobacco, your prayers. And you are planted in a, in a place in the mountain. Many vision questers are in the mountain, but we each have our own space. And they put these uh, bundles of tobacco around you, you know, like a, a common, I don't know how to say it, a corral. A corral so you cannot leave that space it's not that you're wandering in the mountain you're inside mm-hmm. a specific place with your blanket and we did bring mosquito nets because there's a lot of mosquitos there and i i was i felt that year i was going to die i did feel that very deeply profoundly i was really thirsty
0: no you had the feeling that you were going to die spiritually, not physically, right? No, physically. You physically thought. The first thought year, You were yes. like, this is it. I'm yes, out of here. I was. Why not? checks out.
2: No, yes. I felt it was very strong. I did feel it was like that. And then when I talk about it, I was like, oh, I was very dramatic that year.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was suffering, you know? I was not yeah. just like being present with the pain, but like really holding on to it. And creating stories also with it, you know, but, uh, I, before going to the mountain, Mama Shirley, a a beautiful woman, she shared something with me and she said, remember, Waida, it takes a little bit of breath to survive, but it takes a lot to leave. Mm. And I found myself on that floor just like that. So were you were, were
0: you were you suicidal? Were you thinking of taking your life? No. You just thought that
4: maybe no, I this was, is the end. How
2: would I like it, life was being <laughs> taken from me, you know? Like yeah. that's what okay. you go to do there is right. to realize how fragile you are. Right. We talk all the time about like in the, we're independent out of what is this word? Out of sustainability. Uh-huh. We say sure. that. Sure. But yet we are dependable on th- Water, air, fire, and soil. We are not. We are here because of that. Because of these four master spirits that held life, that make it possible. So you go there to realize that fragility. Mm -hmm. And how if you don't have that around, you will die. Mm -hmm. And... In the times we're living, it's, I, it's such a good reminder because we th- take things for granted. We open the tap, the water's there, just like pfft, dripping. That's
0: something you said yesterday when you were pouring sweat. You said most people don't actually know the sensation of being thirsty. Not in our culture, in the culture of people listening to this podcast right now. Now, across the world, there's many places yes. where thirst. Is a big deal and clean water. Maybe you can quench your thirst, but that water is not clean. The water carries disease. The water is, and this is one of the great inequities and tragedies of our world now. Is that there's a whole group of people who we can get all the water we want. We never have to be thirsty, but we don't get the lessons that comes from being thirsty, and we don't get the appreciation for water, that element that actually is necessary for all life when we look for life on another planet we look if is there water is there water of course, we're like well there's water there there's so life. there's life
1: yeah
0: you know and that's like when we discovered there was ice on mars you know i think we discovered that at least <laughs> it was like oh man there may be life there and uh, yes there's obviously life i think in many many places but the water and that discrepancy and to just remind ourselves that for a lot of us, unless we've done a vision quest to dry fast, we may not really know what it's like to even be thirsty.
2: No, we don't. Or
0: even be hungry, like really hungry.
2: No, yeah, we haven't experienced Because we that. will
0: experience like, oh yeah, I'm hungry.
2: I'm starving.
0: I'm starving. People say I'm starving. Well, how offensive. I'm starving. No, you're not. No, <laughs> You no. can fast for 40 fucking days if you
1: want.
2: Yeah. Many people yes. have done that. But also because of our culture, yeah. we've generated this situation where you have to eat three times a day and like all these things. Like I fast on my daily basis a lot. Like I eat once a day, many times or two, you know, and I feel really good. I eat when the day comes that I, oh, okay, right now I want to eat and I cook. And we eat, we cook a lot in our house. We cook all the time. We always eat what we cook. And so I feel that also having these opportunities where you really get to surrender and realize that you do, requ- like all you require, actually, all you require is that. Because that is what the biggest lesson I've received in the mountain How much drama and stories we put around things that are like really they don't have that that even meaning sometimes you know we go in these games in our head when if we were really tapping into just this possibility of drinking our water and doing our things you know and being present with the sunrise and the sunset as it was back then people used to be that was their cycle in the day people Mm -hmm. would wake up for sunrise do their things and go to sleep when the sun was up you know and it was simple, and and I feel uh, problems in relationships for sure were solved easily, you know, mm. much easier than now, because there was a simplicity and there was a an understanding of what was holding uh, the space for our life and how appreciate how the appreciation that we should have for everything that we have around. So, I mean, yes, I. Every time I encounter a vision quester or a sand dancer or someone that I know has given themselves that opportunity of that fasting, it's a little one, you know, it's not that much from a lot of people even they're like, oh, I don't have, I don't think I can do that 13 days without being in my work. Like we've become this yeah. like, oh, let me slaves, check on my schedule. Waves to time. Yes. Yes.
0: Like we're really time is our master. Yes, master. Yes, yes. master time. Yes. yeah exactly bound completely it's like a submissive Mm -hmm. little little slave to Mm -hmm. time and we'll use our language to actually reify and uh, and make that even more real i have to i can't i have to i can't i have to i can't really well who's the master Mm -hmm. and sometimes yes i understand you have a job and you need the salary because the salary pays for the house and it gets the groceries. And I understand that there's sometimes things that you have to do, but we use that way too much. Just like we use the word starving. Where we say like, oh, I have to, I have to go to this party or I have to go to this wedding or I have, to. no, you don't, you know,
2: Yeah. Then... I have to go
0: to sleep. I have to, no, you don't, you get to. You get to. And even if it's something that you actually do have to do, because sometimes it's something you have to file your taxes. You have to, you know, there's things you have to do. I understand. But there's another way to even talk about it, which is I get to. And it's a reclamation of your own sovereignty and saying like, no, no, I'm the master. Yeah, Time is not the master. This other thing is not the master. And yes, I accept and I surrender and I submit to what actually must be done. That's okay. Just like life. I have to breathe. Yeah. I actually have to, but I get to breathe. It's this espíritu, you know, respiration. It's mm-hmm. the same word. Spirit, breath. It's all the same word. So it's like, I have to breathe. Yes, you have to breathe, but you get to breathe. It's magical. That's a big difference to just change that from I have to, to I get to. I get to go to work. You know how many people don't have jobs? Mm -hmm. I get to go to work. I, instead of I have to go to sleep, I get to go to
1: sleep.
2: Yes. Imagine some operator
0: in a war-torn country who's like, would really love to sleep, but they can't. I get to go to sleep.
2: Yes. Appreciation. Appreciation and gratitude. And definitely the time shows, the time, the mountain shows you the eternity of time too. (sighs) Like,
0: the mountain is an eternity of time. It's the you. it's the it's the solid state of the eternity of yeah. time. Yeah, the
2: trees are there all day. The spider that you see, it's there in front of you for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours not moving. And yet, your mind has already went <laughs> and go back a million times. And she's still there. She's still there. And you go there to contemplate, to contemplate yourself, and be present in that in that timeless experience
0: so tell us tell us once again about just the structure of this vision quest,
2: mm-hmm.
0: initiation that you went through, the four days, the seven days, so, what you what you do, how it happens, like going into the whole thing.
2: So the first year you go for four nights, four days, you fast from water, food, and word. You also don't speak a word while you're there. nothing out loud. And
0: no food, no water, no words. Mm-hmm.
2: You're in silence. contemplating, And it's called a vision quest because you go to see yourself. Because if you don't know the observer, you cannot see what you're looking at. And so the first year, the door that opens is the east direction. And it's the humble, humble, humbleness, humility. Mm -hmm. The second year... So you go to the mountain for four nights, four days, and then they come and pick you up and bring you down. You go into Temascal and that's where they give you back your word and they mm. give you your water. The second year you go for seven nights, seven days. So let's
0: just pause on the mm-hmm. first year because to me, I can't, I, I am mean, not can't. That's again the wrong language, right? I, it would make me very uncomfortable to not have water During the night. You know, I wake up, I'm thirsty. I drink. I always have water by my bed. So I've never fasted from water. Except for, you know, different periods and Mm -hmm. different sweats or things where I'll push myself. But. That in and of itself is something for me personally. I've done many different powerful journeys, initiation ceremonies, climbed frozen mountains, and been in the darkness and medicine ceremonies of boga and all, all of these different things. But four days without—and I've done four days without food—but four days without water. Oh man, that scares me. It scares me. I'm scared already. Like, like honestly. <laughs> I'm scared. Mm -hmm. And so that's just year one for you. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about for you, like, was this, was that easy or was that also, were you also scared? I
2: was, I thought I was going to die.
0: During the, during the experience
1: or before?
2: During, before I didn't know what I was putting myself in. (laughs) I was nervous, obviously, but I didn't know what I was putting, I didn't know. You don't. And that's the magic of it because you do come back. Yeah. And again, you open that same door in order to go to the next one.
0: So the first year, that was that, so when you made that comment that you thought you were going to die yeah, and now you think, oh, I was being dramatic. Yes. But in the first year, because I, I would think I was going to die. No, for no, sure.
2: you will. Like when, if, if that's <laughs> what you're calling for, you die. You literally do that. It happens that you feel that it's very, it's very strong, especially because we're used to this. Like we Drinking drink the, the water and we haven't and so, to have that experience, it really takes you to a place also to realize how strong you also are and how much water you already have inside. yeah, I was crying till the last day. I had so many tears pouring from my eyes. I was like, "Wow, I still get to be every tears. day, and I'm crying, you know, like, wow, this is incredible and so yeah, it is it is it's it's, it's you open that door, and what is also beautiful is that you once you open that door, what it's been asked and it's also been um, um, advised, like as a, mm-hmm. an advice is to, to commit to the four years. Mm-hmm. You know, once you open it, so close it, you know, do do this because there's a reason why they go together. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely see how when I did my second year, I could see things from the first year that I didn't see on the first year. Because now I got to stay those other three days. And I could look back at what just happened.
0: Yeah. So let's go back to this first year. You have an experience. What day, at what day, if you can remember, what day did you start to think, I'm going to die? The third. The third day. Day three. Yeah. The third door is always the hardest. (laughs) So day three, I'm going to die.
1: Yeah.
0: And I remember for me in the darkness, that I was wrestling with, I could just leave. I could just go to the light. Us too. Did, did you have thoughts like, I'm going to go down the mountain. I'm yes, going to walk down the mountain.
2: People can, we can do that.
0: I'm going to drink this water. I can't do this. Yeah. How did you have to, how much did you have to wrestle with that part of you that wanted I to mean, leave the mountain? I mean, a part
2: of me, I was so exhausted. I was on the floor that I was like, to think that I have to go down now and grab all my praise and everything, how would I even do it? You know, I was just <laughs> like, I'm going to just stay here till they come. But I also committed myself. I was like, I'm going to do this. There's no way I'm going to come down. Like why I'm doing this. I'm committed and I'm going to fulfill my uh, word. Yeah. I'll do it. And it's also beautiful because like, there's a lot of vision questers in the mountain that are doing this. We're all doing it together.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. And there's the family that is in the camp that are holding with so much energy and love this, you know, like there's a fire that is on for 15 days day and night always you know the first one that eats and drinks is the fire every day at every meal there's ceremonies happening there is the mascal is happening there is uh, they sing at sunrise and they sing at sunset and if the wind the is facing your way you would hear it yeah. you know you yeah, would yeah. hear the drums and the singing and it's like Good morning vision questers you know another yeah, day comes yeah, yeah. and they're all there eating for you and drinking for you that is so it's it shows you that 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 um well the community work you know like if there's people in the mountain there is hope cuz there's a family working together yeah there's a family that is getting together to do a work amen every day seeing each other's faces and committing to a prayer, a same purpose. And this is why we say that we go to rest because we go and we lay down under a tree, you know, and everything stops for a little bit. And it's interesting because even though you're in the most in silence, our mind is, it's always so present, you know, so it's it's beautiful to then go back and see how you can also train yourself to be in that space of uncomfortableness, and yet perceive the magic. You know, like that third day when I was thinking that I was gonna die, I saw a fox, and I was like, wow! And I was naked, super hot, Ecuador, August. You know, in the mountain, wow. hot, hot, hot. I was naked on my knees, and uh, there was a fox, and and I had my tobacco. Because you bring out tobacco that is guarding your your word. Mm. Once you come down, you light it and that's when you speak. And I sat with my tobacco and I was just like, you don't light it. But I was receiving this, the flavor of the flowers, you know, uh-huh. just like that corn leaf and seeing the fox. And I was like, like, wow, I could see, I'm sure it was a female fox, but we were looking into each other's eyes and it was, what a poetry, you know, like, yeah. The mountain definitely brings you to that that blissful, poetic uh, existence of life. You yeah. know, like going back to that, the womb, you know, like as we see now the lamb, you know, in that tree. It's yeah. like you go back there to rest in the mama's womb and, and be held by everything, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, when you take something away then you realize how precious it is. And it's unfortunate that we sometimes need that. But like taking away water and people or light, and then you start to really appreciate Mm -hmm. that thing which you've taken for granted. Mm -hmm. And that comes. So, all right, so you you do this. This is the first year.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Challenging, you go back to the sweat lodge, at Temazka. You light the tobacco, you get your word back. You talk to people, you eat, you celebrate, like amazing, mm-hmm. amazing achievement mm-hmm. and accomplishment. And for any vision questers listening, just for me personally, like mad respect to you, Like mm-hmm. mad, mad respect. So much respect because as I said, I'm scared, you know, and you may think, Oh, Aubrey, I'd, he's done so many things. Well, this is me taking off my you know, garments and just bowing before everybody, including you, especially you who's done these vision quest practices because I recognize for me how challenging that would be. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But that's just the beginning. That's year one of four years. So what happens
2: the second year? So the second year uh, is the west direction and it's willingness when the medicine comes, you know, because you're coming back. There's a will that is bringing you back. Mm. Even though you just experienced something that was very hardcore, (laughs) you're saying I'm coming back. So again, the door of the East opens. You get to be thirsty again for four, four nights, days. four days. And when, after the four night in, in four days, they come and visit you in your tree. And where I did it in Ecuador, uh, they bring guachuma, San Pedro, mm. and three pieces of fruit. So like a banana, a piece of watermelon, mm. And a sweet cucumber. That w- became my favorite fruit for a while. <laughs> I couldn't even like, I was just smelling her. And I was like, I'm not going to eat it. I'm just going to smell it. <laughs> and they, and they bring a tobacco too. So they, they bring all, all of this with them. And they light the tobacco, They smoke it. They bless it. They give it all to you. And then they share the tobacco with you. So if you want to speak, that is a moment to share something mm. that you want to share. Right. And if not, then you smoke and, and give it back. When I went for my second year, um, my daughter Chloe, Amalia, and Patty came to give me my support. Oh wow. Cause that's also interesting, you know. I'm in the mountain and my kids are down in the camp. Sure. And the kids have a lot of vision questers. And is the family taking care of the kids? And yeah. their mama or dada maybe is in the mountain and they're part of, you know. So they give you the medicine and the three fruits and they come. And pick you up after three more days. So they give you that. And then again, you're alone with your medicine and your fruits for three more nights and days. And yeah, you haven't drank anything or eaten anything. So you drink that medicine and it's like, you know, like a sponge that just everything in your body just receives it.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: And you have these two liters that has to last you for three days, you know, it's like, so, two
0: liters of Wachuma,
2: two liters of Wachuma, and, um, yeah, beautiful glass, they bring with the flowers, all, all detail, you know, but you haven't drinking anything, you know, like, I remember my first year, doing my, well, when I was doing my second year, I, Grab the bottle and look, 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 I was so thirsty, but it's the medicine, you know. But it's still oh in a way. You must
0: have been blasted. But
2: in still, it's it's hydrating you somehow, even though it doesn't take like all the thirstiness from you, obviously. But it it is pumping you, you know. You haven't of taken course. anything, so and then I passed out. Like I just lay on the floor, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night, because then also because you're so thirsty. You do sleep a lot, but it's very, you know, you get your very, also your nervous system is like very sharp in a way, you know, and then I received the medicine and I rested so well. I slept so much.
0: Well, and it's a very heart opening medicine. Yes. So it's bringing this sense, even though you're thirsty and there's signals from your body that's saying like, I, you need to get water. What are you doing? You know, like you need to get water. You need to get water. Like lots of your body is just in revolt. Like, yes. you are crazy. Go get water. I know there's some over there. Don't
1: leave this fucking tree. What are you doing? Well, you do have dreams like that. I bet. You dream a lot. Because
0: your body, your cells of your body, the loyal subjects, these billions and trillions of cells yes. are like, what are you doing? And you're yes. like, and you as the sovereign king or queen of your own consciousness has to go, it's okay, body. It's okay. It's Okay we got this we're
2: actually great
0: we're great we're great we're, this, we're gonna be even better even just trust me yes and the body's like i don't fucking trust you <laughs> completely but enough then that energy of trust but of course opening your heart with the wachuma i'm sure yes. no wow. and then from there like the hearts open yes. and all the cells are just bathed yeah. in that heart energy and you're like ah, all right all right yeah. we're gonna be okay
2: i cried that 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 night a lot I woke up in the middle of the night and the stars. This is in the middle of the mountain, you know. And I remember crying so much. I was I was in so much gratitude just for the possibility, you know, that I was choosing to do this. It was something I was choosing, and I had I, I was having a whole family supporting me to do it, you know. And so obviously, yeah, Huachuma, San Pedro, and in, in it grows a lot in Ecuador. Everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. like you're even in the city in the street and there's like inside a house, like just blooming out of their wall. It's like a bunch of huge cactuses and, and it's definitely, I mean, the visions I have a, a lot with, with, uh, with Wachuma, they're very aquatic somehow. It's very like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a very good description of the visions on Wachuma, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, was, I remember that exactly from the yes. first time I did it. It was just so watery. It yes. was just like, there, when my vision, the first time I did Wachuma with Don Howard, I remember it was like there was this, this woman, this goddess with yes. like long fingernails and she was voluptuous and dangerous and she was just writhing almost like Ursula or something, like tentacles yes. moving around.
2: Very aquatic. Very aquatic. Because, well, you, you can see the cactus is so, there's so much water in it. Like if you cut a piece of San Pedro and you put it on the ground horizontally, a bunch will start growing. Uh-huh. And you think it's drying, but it's not because it's just so juicy inside that it's just, there's life there. All these crystals, you know, that are just, so yeah, you receive the medicine and, and that's what I was saying. It's when, when this door opens, you get to witness that first door that you just did for two Mm -hmm. times now. And there's a very interesting perspective, you know, when you go back to do it. So the second year that you go, you already know you can do it. I've already yeah. been without water for four days. Of course I can do yeah. it. So attitude is different. different. You less go, dramatic. Less dramatic. <laughs> I mean, definitely that is something I've learned in this path, to be less dramatic. And, and just the gifts, you know, the gifts in nature to just witness, like, yeah, the clouds for s- s- just contemplation. You know, like when vision questers, we come down from the mountain, you can see the clouds in our eyes. This, the, 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 the the eye the light in the eyes mm-hmm. of a vision quester is because it we just go there to contemplate and contemplate and contemplate and contemplate. And con- there's mm-hmm. no, nothing in between, you know, like as it is, you know, with the mystery mm-hmm. and the spirit, there's no, um, no hay un intermediario. There's not an intermediate. No. Yeah. We are through ourselves mm-hmm. talking to it all, you know, and receiving it Direct directly. There's no, yeah. Translator need it, you know, it's yeah. beyond You
0: don't need a priest to tell you what no. God's saying. You can no. talk directly.
2: No, yeah. You need to listen.
0: Yeah. All right. So then after your second year again, down to the Temascal.
2: Yes, down so again, to the sweat. you go again with your tobacco the second year. So down you go to the Temascal and they give you your word and water. And that night when you come down from the seven days, there's a Temascal ceremony with ayahuasca that's how they receive oh you. boy <coughs> oh wow that's how it's done you know they receive you because you've consecrated yourself with the medicine in the mountains so they receive you with the medicine with the family in Atemascal.
0: when do you drink ayahuasca before the temazcal in, the, in Temiz- the temazcal in the temazcal at what door
2: they At the beginning. they at serve the beginning. It. It's a medicine Temazcal. So you get in, so and you go into the we many times and inside. And
0: you, okay.
2: It's a ceremony in the Temazcal.
0: All right. And what happens if you have to purge?
2: You purge in a bucket. That then so they you take have a bucket out. in yes. the Temazcal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. So any, I mean, how profound was that? That obviously you'd done ayahuasca before, so it wasn't mm-hmm. your first time doing ayahuasca. But how profound was that to do ayahuasca in the Temescal your second year, having gone through the east door for your second time, mm. and then for the first time gone through, where does it go? To the south?
2: It goes to the south.
0: Yeah, so you go through the south door with wachuma.
2: No, the second is west. Oh, second then is we west. South,
0: east, yeah. then west. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then second door west, you go with the wachuma, mm-hmm. and then you do the ayahuasca in the Temescal. Was that incredibly profound? I mean, what was that experience like? Well,
2: it's really funny that you're asking me this because what happened to Guairita is that I came down for my seven days and with my sisters, we were going to have a very beautiful ceremony with um, with an incredible band of musicians that we admire a lot, that I grew up listening to them. I was mm-hmm. a very big fan and then we became friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So the day I was coming down for my seven days, that ceremony was going to happen in Quito. You know, it's Mm. so funny that we're talking about this. And um, Paulina, that was pregnant at the time, about to give birth, started bleeding a little bit. So, and she was living in another city, 12 hours by car. So she couldn't attend the ceremony, but she sent the medicine. And then my sister Amalia had to stay in the Temascal because the vision questers were coming down. So I was sent with Paulina's medicine and Amalia's altar to share the medicine. And mm. the night that I arrived, what? so I had to take a car and go to the city. Oh, wow. And I, I, I shared this medicine that, and I was just like the, I so was wait, like so the delivery did, one, you know?
0: Yeah. So you did the, so you did, so that year you didn't do it no, in the Temescal? That was no, another time. I've,
2: I've, I've been there when other visions quests uh-huh. have come down. But, but that, yours
0: was, yours was unique because you I had to, to go, go to another, oh and, my goodness. And share this To come medicine. down from seven days yes. and then go yes. serve medicine.
2: No, it was very interesting, you know, because, um, well, in this path and how I, I've decided to walk this path. I really, um, honor and respect, you know, like the people that have done it and the moment that now they're ready to serve medicine in a way when they, they want to do it. And also because they've prepared and they've done a long road in order to now share medicine. Yeah. So that was very, um, that was such an accept, like it was something that was, I was even like, oh my God, like, what is this? You know, like, am I going to go do this? And how is this going to happen? And what is going to happen? You know, and Amalia was like, you're taking my altar. Paulina sent the medicine. All you have to do is surf. And that's what I told them. I was like, I'm coming down for my seven days. I'm drinking this medicine for myself. And since we're all, we all drink medicine, you know, we are all going to support each other tonight. And I'm just grateful that I get to be on service you know, yeah. the, of what was going to happen and somehow it couldn't, but but yeah, it led up to, it was a whole thing, and it was beautiful, it was very strong it was very strong and beautiful I asked for help in the middle of the night I couldn't stand up, there was a moment where I was really like, can someone just help me, you know, I want to mm. go to the bathroom and just be with me for a little bit and Tanya was there my friend Tanya and, and Gina. well we did it together, but I mean, as you can see, I feel that What is beautiful about like, you can call it the warrior path, you know, but yet that is something that we all have within ourselves. Of course. You know, that is a memory.
0: The warrior archetype is within all of us.
2: And then all these ceremonies and initiation uh, rituals bring you back to that memory in as close as you can get because you're feeling it in flesh. I'm not going to hide from this situation. You know, I have to do it. It's like giving birth. You know, you're giving birth. And like the contractions come and it's like, you cannot hide from giving birth. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. So you, mm-hmm. you just better embrace it and be present with what is it's happening through the path, you know? Mm-hmm. So that for me was a great teaching. Like I got to do that. And then I went back to the camp to support for the rest of the days, the rest of the vision questers that are still in the mountain for the yeah. nine and 13 days.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. So <laughs> then year three. Now we're back to the South.
2: Year three, we're in the south, In yes. the south.
0: So again, the four days in the east, no food, no water. The three days in the west, only Wachuma and three fruits. <laughs> and then there's another two-day stretch to open yes. up the south door. So what happens then? So
2: the water comes.
0: The water comes. Oh my goodness.
2: So after four days, the medicine. After seven days, the water comes. And you. your purpose when you go in the mountain that year is... Sincerity. Mm. When you receive the water, and wow! So
0: so the first year is humility, the second willingness, year, willingness, third year sincerity.
2: sincerity. Yeah. And so again, the first door is open again for the third time. You know, you've already done it two times, so now you go for the third time to be four days, four nights without water. The medicine comes. You've already experienced that once, you know, so like you get to, okay, I've been here before. We get to do this again. And then after those seven nights, seven days, they come and visit you again. But this time they bring water. How much water? Also two liters, nice. two liters of water. And and it's crazy because somehow it becomes so abundant. You haven't drank anything. And then you see this much water and you have two days, you're like, of mm. course, this is so much for two days, you know, like mm-hmm. and I also cried a lot. I mean, I've I cried a lot in my vision quests. Sure. I've cried a lot. Sure. I mean, that's what they say. You go to cry for a vision. There's so many songs where you're you're the that's been repeated. You're crying for a vision. You're crying, you're really like om shimalayo, you know, like have mercy on us. You go to 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 pray for life, for exist existence, and gratitude, and yet also you allow the space for sadness too. You know, like you're definitely not gonna get bored. Like that is something that won't happen. You know, like it's so yeah. many things happening all at once, and all the emotions, and and yet gratitude is the one that will always be there. It will prevail and will be present in any thought that you have. You will yeah. be able to like breathe and just feel gratitude.
0: That's, uh, I mean, again, the only thing I can relate this to is the darkness, you know, because it's the restriction of all light. It's the restriction of, you can speak to yourself. There's mm-hmm. no rule against that. But, um, the, 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 the idea that if you're just in the black by yourself, no music, no anything, you would think you would get bored. Cause we get bored all the time. We're bored. Like we're bored. I'm bored. <laughs> again again oh how ridiculous and I even made a joke about that in the darkness but there's you I was I can't remember ever being bored mm. in my in my time in the darkness there was never a time where like I was because there's so much re- getting revealed in the dark like the darkness reveals reveals actually the light that's within you you know the one man that's asleep in the light and the other that's awake in the darkness it's like mm. so much is alive and comes alive for you in that. So the idea of being on a mountain for nine days, not talking to anybody except for maybe a moment when you're smoking the tobacco that they bring, people might think, oh, I couldn't do it. I'd be so bored. No, you won't. There's so much. You get to read the book of yourself and the book of yourself as. A chapter and a verse in the universal cosmic book of all of life. Yes. You're reading the book whole... of life through your character. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, there's so much. It's the it's the most interesting story.
2: Yes. And to think about how many beautiful beings have sat under a tree, you know? Yeah. And how much has come through that experience. Mm-hmm. So you really get to tap also into that possibility of the 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 information of it all, you know, like and not even information because you can I mean we can know a lot of that but that, that is that but yet when you get to experience it, mm-hmm. that's when you can really be embrace like feel it all, you know, like I was feeling very proud of myself, too, you know, I was like, wow, I would expect so I get to do this because there was someone that had this vision, this idea, and then a bunch. Of others that said yes, you know? And so uh, it is beautiful. It is a it is a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful gift.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, year three, you get the water.
2: Yes. So two more days after the water and they come down. Yeah. Oh, so when you go for your third year, um, you receive a Chanupa. mm so mine was given by Salvador and Paulina. They gave me my chanupa, the one that I have. Mm-hmm. The other two years you went with the tobacco rolled in a corn leaf. Mm-hmm. The third year, uh, you go with your chanupa. Mm-hmm. So before going in that mountain, my taita Chiri in front of the fire in the uh, in, in 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 the where we have the the central fire. He gave it to me and I felt I was like this Jedi in Star Wars. Like, really, <laughs> really. I was like, yes. this is so important. What is happening right now? Like, this yeah. is no joke. That's your lightsaber. This is real. Yeah. It's happening. You know, I get to feel it and receive it in my hands. This is like, so they, they it's four times, you know. And, and the Chinupa, he,
0: for everybody listening, a Chinupa is a, a very long pipe. And it has, it's, there's many more things that you can describe, but it has the head of the pipe usually carved out of some kind of stone. Yeah. And then some kind a of pipe wood. pipe stone. Yeah, pipe stone, and then some kind of mm-hmm. wood that fits mm-hmm. into the pipe.
2: I mean, there's many, many different, you know, types. but like mine, it's a pipe stone, the red. Mm-hmm. And it's very beautiful, super simple and and beautiful. And, and it was so beautiful that it was this gift, you know, from... Mm-hmm. And... So he gave it to me and he said, "Okay, Wairita. This is your life. This represents your life."
0: And Wairita is just the affectionate way of saying Waira. Yes.
2: The yeah. Diminutive. yeah. And he said, "So everything you pray with this Chanupa will certainly come back to you in the seven directions of the universe. So may this be an instrument of love and peace and 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 prayer." You know, may this be very clear in you, you know, what you're receiving. It's a responsibility, which is also interesting because you give, you receive it. And then that's what you take with you to the mountain. That's what is going to hold your word during those nine days. Mm. And when you come down, you can give it back. even If you feel that you don't really want to commit now yet, or maybe you don't at all. Yeah. to this instrument in your life
0: spend nine days with the lightsaber let me know if you're a jedi when you come back and
2: also you can also maybe after you know but like you that's that's a moment i had a friend that came down and said no you know what right now i'm not ready for this yeah so um, yeah that's the third door and are when there, you come are there down an,
0: are there animals associated with the uh, With the directions?
2: I mean, yeah, many, but it depends where you are. But for you, for this one. So, Or elements, or do they associate anything? The elements, yeah. So the first is the earth, Earth, la tierra. East is earth. Earth. West is fire. West is fire. South is the water. Water. And north is the wind.
0: North is the wind. So then for your fourth year, you're going into the north door. Yes. And the wind. So what's... What happens after day nine? So the after then,
2: so then again, all the doors open. All as everything, yeah And when the nine day comes, it's a celebration in the. So all the other vision questers have come down already. Now right, in the mountain, in, it's
0: the final ones is it's the the, it's the ones the four, that are it's doing their fourth year, year ones. Yep. So
2: we're all the fourth year vision questers are in the mountain. Fourth
0: year Jedi's and senior the, year of yes, Jedi school. Well, <laughs>
2: And all the family comes to Uh visit. Maybe there's a lot of people in the camp, but that day, a lot of people that were not in the camp all those days will come to visit. Because that day, the whole family comes to your tree. And they all come. Like when I did my vision quiz, there were 40 people coming to my tree. Wow. They come to the tree with the water drum, the rattle, and the line of sacreds. So it's water, corn, meat, and fruits. A little bit. But representing the lines of of, of sacreds. Mm. And they come to your tree, they sing to you, four mm-hmm. songs, and they give you your support. They also light a tobacco that they also share with you. And and then they leave you with that for four more days.
0: All right. So, do you know any of the songs that they sing to you?
2: Yeah, they sang songs that I did, that I wrote.
0: Really, they yes. sang your
2: songs. Yeah, because it was Amalia, my sister Amalia. Uh-huh. Like it's the family that comes. So they they sang songs that I love, and they sang two songs that I that I that I wrote. They sang those songs to me in that visit.
0: All right. So we took a little break. But it's a perfect opportunity to, let's bring in the spirit of that north door. Songs come back. Music comes back. Community. Mm -hmm. Your family comes back.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's a celebration. You got meat, you have corn. Family song to power you through the last four days. Mm -hmm. So let's get a little taste, if you don't mind, of some of that. Some of that music that brings you back into the celebration of what you've accomplished.
2: I mean, now a song that I love—that it's actually not a song that they sang that they to me, but it's a song that I love, and that right now thinking about that moment mm. comes to me and.
3: amburu o parar o churum Y como es El amor abre el corazón El dolor abre el corazón Siempre agradeciendo este privilegio de feliz Y contemplar el sol Y en tus ojos poder ver a Dios Y en tus ojos poder ver a Dios Un amor inmenso en este momento y vibrar, ja ja ja, con toda la creación. Alegría en nuestro corazón, alegría en esta comunión. Keringüeringüero, maemarurien donde ea ello, güera parandú. Yo era mamburu, yo era mamburu, o parar o churu.
0: For celebration,
3: yes. yes,
0: it's beautiful,
2: beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yes. All right, and then you say your goodbyes. Lots of hugs, I'm sure. No, you don't touch. You, you anyone. you don't touch
1: anybody. You can't
2: hug because you're in your tree.
0: You're in your tree, but Co- they're all you're around you're
2: covered by the cor- corral. Was it? Yeah. With your prayers, because uh-huh. every year you do your 365. So the, Chabai, the prayer bundles, yes. yeah. The prayer bundles are there, and. And so they come, they give you everything and they say, okay, we'll be here in four more days. Okay. And they leave, they go to the next one. Uh-huh. And then you can hear when they're singing to the other vision questers. And and then, yeah, they come down and four more days pass. Yeah. So they come and pick you up. Yeah. So they come and pick you up. So that four year, you go again with your Chanupa. So uh, I forgot to mention something. When you come down from your nine days, you don't share that Chanupa. Yet, mm, she's yours. you only you smoke with her. You are creating this relationship, building this space, understanding a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I believe that it's something that will take us a, a whole life, just like everything, you know, we get to learn. and But then when you come down from your 13 days, that Chanupa, it's ready to be shared. Wow. So they go and pick you up and it was super interesting because 12 nights... 12 days in the mountain and then the 13 night comes, you know, like, you know, they're going to come and pick you up the next day. And I was on the floor with my blanket there and like, I started feeling rain, you know, I was like, oh, how delicious, you know, I've never experienced rain in the mountain Mm. where we do it in that time. It doesn't rain. But... It, it was actually interesting because in the afternoon, it was already very foggy and I could heal the frogs. You know, they were all like rap, 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 everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe it's... And then it started raining and then it poured like for hours, hours and hours. Like the last night, I was like near the tree sitting like this with my toes that were freezing, you know. I was oh, like... yeah, it's cold because oh, you, you have nothing water. to shelter
0: you from the from the water
2: yes and a high mountain you know middle of the night four a.m it's cold and it was so much water that when like we got to be down in the camp they told us that all the tents were flooded that they were they they took them it took them longer to go and pick us up because they really want everything to be nice for us when we came down but they had to be (laughs) cleaning and organizing yeah sure so it poured on us on the last day which is so beautiful you know because we are we're praying for that. We're praying for the water. We're mm. praying for the rain. And it came in the last night. And you want to come down, oh, beautiful. So I had this beautiful dress that I hang on the tree and it was completely wet. But I was like, I'm going to put it on <laughs> either way. You know, I'm coming down. And and then they come and they open the door. And Chidi, it was so beautiful, you know. With, when he came to give me that support on the ninth day, I could see in his face. Like the agony that we were talking about. He was feeling as good on giving me that support as I was feeling on receiving it. Like I could see it through his eyes, the joy that he was having on like coming to witness what he just witnessed for those 13 days and say, here it is. So when you come down, the whole family is there to celebrate. They put you a crown of flowers. Uh And since now you've opened that door, if you want, the next door that opens is the sun dance. So when you come to the camp, they receive you. And the first thing you do is that you enter into the circle of the tree of life mm. with your chanupa. Mm. And you go to the tree. And everybody's singing, you know, and singing with guitars. And it's a big celebration because yeah, we course, did it, you course. know. And we go in the temascal again. And we all bring our chanupas uh, inside at a moment and we smoke from them and and that's when you tell your story. Every time that you come down from the mountain in the Temascal is where you get to to tell speak. Yeah. To speak what happened. You come and you tell the good news, you know? So uh, yeah, it's 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 so poetic. It's so beautiful, all these like designs and ways of doing it, you know, the way we move in the circle, how it's done. And and then that night to close the vision quest, we also have a ceremony.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And and that's how the West is closed. Was San Pedro. San Pedro. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you haven't gotten enough from the west door, <laughs> you, get, you get some more yeah. in that moment. So about the Chinupa, yesterday, when you were pouring lodge for us here mm-hmm. on this beautiful land that we have here in Lockhart, and uh, this Gardeners of Eden, you know, nonprofit. You know regenerative farm that you know i haven't talked too much about it but i'll start talking more about it now that it's really coming to life and this this land is coming to life and the blessings and the medicine including what we did yesterday is all coming to life but you said something about the chinupa you said very much like a samurai would talk about their sword so in the Bushido, the samurai code, you know, they say the sword is your soul. Like your sword is mm-hmm. your it's your life, it's your soul, it's who you are. It's and they were obviously a warrior culture, and there were some very noble things about the samurai, and you look at the history, and there was also some very savage and brutal things mm-hmm. about that. So I, I want to just acknowledge that. It's not all, it's not all perfect, not in any medicine, not in any shaman circles, not in any warrior culture. It's not all good. There's some real beauty in that, but The way you were describing your relationship with your Chinupa was like, this is an extension of you. This is not just an object. This is a part of Waira. This is like a part part of the bark of the tree or maybe a limb of the whole tree of who you Mm -hmm. are. It's something very sacred to you.
2: I mean, it is a very uh, powerful tool. You know, like is, um, it represents our life. I mean, that's why when you go, I mean, in the way that it's, it's like presented just to like in ideas, you know, like you do those nine nine days, then you come down, you're the only one smoking that Chanupa. Once you finish that, the vision quest, your Chanupa is able to be on the altar of the sentence where you're given your life.
0: No, you know, the altar of the sun. So there's another Sundance that happens after that?
2: Yeah, or? it happens, but not right away. Okay. How we do it is that then the next year, if you want, you can come to the Sundance. Okay. And there's a moment in the Sundance where, well, our Chanupas are in the altar, all of our Chanupas of the sundances. And there's a moment where the people as that are supporting, everyone goes and grabs one Chanupa. I mean, we have the Chanupa and we give it to to a specific person in front of us that they're going to Smoke that chanupa for you. You're mm. not smoking, but they are. So you are giving your life. You're saying, what? "I'm here, giving this in in this like psychomagic act of this object that I'm I'm putting in your hands for you to pray with it." And what is so beautiful to think about is that this comes from a line, you know. This comes from a tradition. This comes from a from a from a vision. So. Every and it was the vision
0: of Leonard Crow Dog.
2: Yes. Well, and beyond, before, before that, you know, like the white buffalo woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
0: first carrier of the Chinooka goes all the way back how, to the white buffalo calf woman.
2: How was this? You know, how was this even possible? You know, as we were talking before, there were times where we would look at the stars and not only that, but we would rap a drum and we would make a rattle and we will sing, you know? And so that Chanupa is like, it's also known as the Pipa de la Paz, the peace pipe, you know, like it's because what it's in that uh, instrument, it's the intention of the very first vision Mm. of it. So every time we are lighting our Chanupa, all the Chanupas that have been lit before that one are being also, And the ones that will come. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like in that, Perfect line when you can see the man that is praying, the fire keeper that is praying for the water in the middle of the ceremony. You can see through him, everyone that has sat on that fire before him. And we are praying for the ones that will sit after him.
0: You said the word peace pipe and it brought me back to a place yesterday where I got emotional when you brought the chinupa out in the lodge. Because I thought of that. I thought how westerners have called it a peace pipe smoke the peace pipe and i could feel the betrayal like just the feeling of betrayal for people who who really prayed with this thing mm-hmm. this this pipe that was their life there was mm-hmm. their soul and they extend that to someone and say here here's a piece of my life mm-hmm partake in my life i trust you
1: i I trust trust you
0: i trust you Mm -hmm. and then the betrayals that followed you know or maybe sometimes there wasn't betrayal. maybe sometimes you know there was people who honored that that was given i don't want to categorize everybody and i think that's also a problem you can't just categorize everybody oh all colonizers all bad all I'm sure there were many, and there's so many reports. In Sebastian Junger's book, Tribe, we talk about so many people who once they got into the tribal culture, they wanted to stay. Yes. All kinds of reports of Westerners who went into yes. the tribal culture and I never want to come back. Never want to come back. And hardly ever was there someone taken out of a tribe who said, I don't want to go back. I love this this new empire way of living. Yes. So I want to honor that there was always those people that no matter the color of your skin, you know, to say that you're always a colonizer, if you're this color and then live in this way, or I think that's a dangerous way to look at it. It's to acknowledge, yes, there were, there was the deep, deep betrayal of some people and the deep betrayal. And and then the deep advantage gained from that we all share. in. And I understand that we all share in the advantages gained from the betrayers and from the perpetrators, but I also just fundamentally don't agree with placing that full guilt on this person, this new Mm -hmm. person, knowing that it was a wild and we all come from different backgrounds and lineages and lines, and also acknowledging that, yes, we have to pay respect for what was taken, the promises that were broken, the labor that was stolen. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's so much that's also there that, yes, we have all benefited from, but then also to do that with a place of love and not shame Mm -hmm. and a place of like gratitude that actually compels the heart to find its own, find its own reciprocity with those first nations peoples and with all of the oppressed peoples that, you know, have been a part of this tragic and also in ways, beautiful history, Mm -hmm. Different, different ways you can, it both occurred the tragic and the beautiful, oftentimes very tragic and sometimes very beautiful. But I could really feel that in the moment. And I just feel like it's important to acknowledge like Definitely. how powerful this opportunity, this invitation was, and what a shame it was that people, you know, were blinded. They couldn't see. They had a different God. They had a different idea, whether it was the God of power and control and empire and, quote, manifest destiny. It's our right to take everything. Everything. These other gods, which are really demons, like this energy of taking, taking, yeah, taking, fear. fear, you know. <sighs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is It is beautiful like that we get to to receive this now you know like as a mestiza woman it's very interesting you know because I've found myself sometimes like I mean what you just said I resonate so much because the moment I sat in ceremony I felt completely uh, part of it I was like this is it you know no matter my whiteness and my blue eyes and like how I look this is where i resonate this is what is speaking me in the most truthful way i've never had this opportunity of having this such a clear conversation you know like really inner with 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 it all you know beyond the mm-hmm. language or or what was uh, yeah exposed to me before and and i i do recognize myself as an indigenous woman you know like i we there's this word that is very interesting because it's indigente indigente, we also call it for, to say someone that is like homeless, you know, someone that is un indigente, like indigent, indigent. You say that in English?
0: I think that's, I think that's how we would say it. Yeah.
2: But indigente also means the people of the sun. Mm. And I learned that a few years ago and I thought it was so interesting, you know, and I do recognize myself as the daughter of this sun and this moon. And that's, undeniable just as we are all related through the water and the air and the earth and the wind we cannot deny that
0: it's saying like the earth is my home the sky is my home the sun the waters this is my home
2: it's happening it's and we are happening because of that Mm -hmm. we are all you know like it doesn't rain on top of like it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or you're fat or thin or like, like it, all these concepts that we've created about ourselves, like the water will pour on us. Yeah. And s- soil will provide. Yeah. So we, I think what this path also represents in this, in the union of the four colors, well, the seven colors in the seven directions of the universe and the directions and how we do it. and, and to follow this, this uh, steps also, you know, to show you in your wholeness all these possibilities and how you relate to each one of these directions. Because at the end, it's just showing you your relationship to that space, you know. Why is that we talk so much about the north and the east and the west and the south? There was a moment where I was so lost with the compass, I couldn't even understand it till I really started doing this. And all I could witness was I was going there to see myself in how how aligned I was with that direction. You know, how aligned was I with that relationship to the water? How what aligned.
0: Is, what was the word for the north door?
2: It's integrity. Integrity. Yeah. yeah. To come to for the, to the Yeah. North. To integrate the four. Integrity with yourself.
0: I've never really thought about the correlation between integrity and integrate. integration.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: integrate.
0: yeah and integration
1: mm-hmm.
0: and integrity it's really speaking to a wholeness mm-hmm. because in your wholeness connected to life that is where you're going to have your greatest integrity it's in the lineage tradition of you know my ancestry is the hebrew tradition and that was my those were my indigenous roots the tribes of israel the tribes that were led from the from Egypt and into the Promised Land from Moses, like my ancestry, comes from those those tribes. Mm-hmm. And in that lineage, there's an idea of when you're face to face with God, with the wholeness, with Source, with Light, with with the truth. All of those are synonyms in different way. Wholeness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you're in that, you're face to face. Panim el panim. You know, face to face face to face but then you turn your face it's called sitra akra the turning of the face so you turn the face from god so god's here trying to look at you but you don't want to see no no that's when you're out of integrity sitra akra you turn the face you're no longer face to face with the truth with god you're out of integrity because you're not willing to look at the truth you're not really willing to look at what your actions are causing in another person mm-hmm. It's a subtle turning of the face. And then in the turning of the face, all kinds of ethics and, and moral problems and, and violences and all of these things happen in the turning of the face. So integrity, integrating back into the wholeness is what allows you to be whole in your vision with you. And source, seeing yourself, seeing source move through you and looking through in this yes. infinite, infinity loop of yourself and the divine and whoever's in front of you as another representation of the divine, that's integrity and the integration of your wholeness and the looking face to face with the divine, with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> integrity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. In once you feel real integrity, wholeness, you can forget it sometimes. You can forget, but you can't ever fully forget. There's no going back. No, once you've really seen it and really know it, you can never go back.
2: No, you cannot. I mean, we can play. You know, we can sure. say that we are not looking, but as we were talking the other day, we are yeah. all the time. Even if we think, "Oh no, but what we are." Yeah, we are looking through it all, and we are being, we are observing ourselves. We are. I mean, yeah, we cannot deny it. They mm-hmm. it cannot, there cannot, there cannot be this lie. But what is interesting, you know, is that we can do all of these things, and yes, you can not deny it. But still, you can just go back to your past habits, you know, and yeah. and continue on the lies, maybe, and like uh, what you don't really want to commit to, and 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 pretend that you don't even realize it, you know, like you're playing the fool because there's no guarantee, you yeah. know, at the end, it has to really, it requires a commitment and as Kyle was saying that I repeated that the integration is changing your habits. It mm-hmm. requires for you to take that responsibility after you've received all the gifts and all the visions and all the healing from the plant medicines and the ceremonies and the incredible elders that you've shared space with and the beautiful words you've heard and if you don't commit, then you don't get to really uh, open yourself for the greatest gift of mm-hmm. it all, you know, which is, it's, it's, it's just the abundance of love and in, 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 in all that it is in life, you know, like there's no, no hesitation, you know, our mind hesitates, we doubt. But yet when I feel we're very committed to, to that source, then things unravel in very magical ways and mm-hmm. and we get to just be the dancers of it you know like mm-hmm. oh yes I get to do this right now and I get like her right now I
0: mm, yeah wider referencing the Kali statue that we have here yeah it's <laughs> in her fullness in her yeah. full expression
2: we get to do it
0: yeah so in your own in your own journey this is one very powerful initiation That you went through but there have been many initiations that you've been through and many powerful visions Mm -hmm. what's another one of the really pivotal moments in your life maybe it was a medicine journey maybe it was not in medicine but a moment where you really defined who you were or had some profound change of your habits or change of your way of being that happened that was you know different from this particular initiation
2: Mm -hmm. well definitely becoming a mom Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. giving birth is uh (laughs) it's it's a very beautiful ceremony
0: well it should be at the very least i
2: mean it, it is what is happening through your body you know even though now the circumstances for many women have been are different you know and Mine were very respectful, respected, and I gave birth in water to both of my kids and in a very beautiful place in Ecuador with beautiful family around. And our doctor, Diego, and his wife, Lily, they're just so supportive. And so I got to really be super present in what was happening. You know, it was like when I gave birth to my son, Etienne, I was 20 years old. Mm. And then when I gave birth to my daughter, Chloe, I was 23. And it's they filmed the birth, so then they give it to you so that you can watch what happened. And there was a moment where I was about to give birth to Chloe, and I was sitting on this, you know, those balls that you bounce, mm-hmm. you know, but I was already ready to go in the tub and like push, you know in the water. And I was telling uh, Chloe's dad at the time that we were together. I was t- it's on camera, I'm telling him, I'm already got, about to give birth, you know, And I'm laughing. Like, it was just, it was like, I could just feel like this, like, uncomfortness around here, obviously. But I was feeling so good. And what I tell him is like, this, what I'm feeling right now is like any, like, you haven't, it's like a drug you've never tried in your life. I say that in camera. I'm like, this is like (laughs) something you've never experienced with anything you've drinking in your life. Because it was just this, like, wow, my own medicine that was, like, pumping through my veins, you know, like... everything so in tune to what was gonna happen that I was just in complete complete presence. There was no pain. It was this like joy and like euphoria and like my daughter was gonna be born, you know? And like so that was yeah definitely that is a moment that changed my life. It even changed my voice.
4: Mm.
2: After giving birth I my voice changed. Mm. And and obviously being a mom all these years has been the biggest of the quests yeah, for sure
0: yeah i mean i it's uh obviously you know i'm a i'm a man i'm never going to give birth it's something i will never experience other than experiencing through but the intimacy with my beautiful wife vailana mm-hmm. and our intention to have children you know
1: mm-hmm. the god Inchella. and
0: goddess mystery willing the the knowing though of how you know how it's going to be is as long as you know there is not some emergency or something else is we definitely want to make it a ceremony because what more sacred moment is there than the moment when one human with another possibility of a human then becomes two mm-hmm. two separate beings one being cuz that that baby even though it's unique it's its baby it's still through the umbilical cord, completely, absolutely connected. Every bit of food that you have, everything, <laughs> it's you. Emotions. All, all of it, it's shared. Everything, it's completely shared. Bathing in not only the amniotic fluid, but the entirety of your energy and your yes. heartbeat, just as the background drumbeat that they're living their life by is this constant connection to yes, the mother. So and then in that moment, one becomes two and always still connected though always connected the the cord may be cut on one dimension only but the remembrance that even though you cut this cord in this one dimension and Mm -hmm. one becomes two the two are always still one yes and to me as i'm just talking out loud that's like part of the ritual and part of the ceremony and to do that in a really sacred and beautiful way where you really honor that and whether whether that's in a hospital or whether that's in a water birth or in a home birth, or however you do it, to not forget that there's wisdom in the in this celebration, in this ceremony that you know that shouldn't be lost. You know, no, no, no matter what you're trying to do, make it for yourself. Yes, but take this moment as a as a very sacred moment because there couldn't be a more sacred moment. And it
2: goes like this, and it's and it's over. It's like this, you know. Yeah. It's like so. That's why it's so. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. It's and in, and then they grow also very fast, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it's important to have that possibility. I, when my daughter Chloe came out inside the water, her face was facing upwards and her eyes were completely open. Like I was seeing her face between my legs. All her body was still inside, and her face there, and her eyes under the water. Wow, looking at me, I'm like, oh my god, you know, like in this.
0: What a surreal moment! No,
2: it's. I'm telling you, this thing like that's
0: just, been inside you is just coming out of your body, yes, out yes. of your. And the, then she's looking up Look at you with her own eyes inside the water. What a crazy no, moment! No, it was like, so it's wild. It's so
2: imprinted in me. And then it was so beautiful how they did it. So they came out both of them, and instantly they start breastfeeding in that moment. And you still have the umbilical cord inside you attached to the placenta and it's still pumping and you can see it and they're already receiving your milk and the placenta is still inside. Like, it's so wild, like so, like animals, you know, like, which also, I think that is important, like, which I was sharing yesterday. We want also to make everything very ceremonial. But yet, in the depths, the the depths of the depths, it's so simple, it's simplicity, you know, mm-hmm. So it's just being a, present a birth, to the present to the ceremony the that's ceremony, there, you know, like whether yeah. if we light candles or not, live is is coming, you know. So it's important that also because sometimes women, I've heard like they're oh I wanted to do it this way and I want and then I couldn't and they feel like a bit of like a bit sad that they yeah, couldn't sure. perform their ceremony as they wanted and they had the vision. But But that was the ceremony. It happened. It's also nice how those possibilities of encountering life and death also brings us back to the simplicity. You know, like yesterday, the lamb that died, you know, like the mama gave birth to.
0: So for those those, to bring people in on this story. So Mm -hmm. during the Fit for Service summit that Mm -hmm. we were having, uh, one of our sheep gave birth to triplets, three different lambs that came out. And two lambs were healthy. And, you know, even though the legs get a little wobbly at the start and they're covered in placenta, mm-hmm. they were strong, healthy baby lambs, which will soon in three days be climbing all over everything <laughs> yes. and being really cute. And, but one of them was disabled, had a birth yeah. defect that didn't allow its legs to work. So the, you know, amazing, beautiful heart-led group of tenders of this sacred land you know, Kyle and Eric and Fox, they put the lamb to sleep, Mm -hmm. you know, and because it would never be able to walk. Mm -hmm. And we had the the blessing to be able to bury it at our sacred tree in front of the Mm Nipi-Temescal hybrid combo that we made. You know, Temescal is usually made of of mud and, and or brick yeah. or clay or something like that. But we didn't have we couldn't build that in the day and we don't have the materials. So we made it more it North be. American style, Anipi yes. style with the blankets and and uh and so we got to bury this lamb and bring that energy of gratitude and also the cycle of death in life and have that be part of the ceremony that we experienced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because in the in the lodge. There's always that moment where you confront—not always, but in a in a good, strong lodge. There's a moment where you yeah. confront your death. Like I can't do this anymore. It's too hot. I'm not going to make gonna it. Die. I'm going to die. I'm being so dramatic. <laughs> I was being. I had moments of being real dramatic yesterday too. Of course, and I was aware. Though I was mm-hmm. aware. It's like well, you're being so dramatic. You know, you're so like. Can you just be a little tougher, please, Aubrey? (laughs) How about that? How about we try? How about we try this on? How about we try on just be a little tougher? How about just, even though I know like sitting cross legged for, you know, an hour and a half is very hard for you, like you can do it. Yeah. Come on. You know, it's all right. And, and you just wrestle with that. And that's part of the ceremony. That's part of what it is. It, Mm -hmm. It allows you to come up against yourself and understand that those, all of those energies are there and they're welcome and you pour them into your tears and your prayers for others. You know, what? one thing about a sweat is when you're offering a prayer for somebody, it's no longer hot. You no longer want to get out. You're no longer worried if you're going to die. (laughs) When you're saying a prayer in the lodge, everything is perfect. You're not focused on yourself anymore. And when you start focusing on just giving that love and that energy and that prayer to somebody else, the instant reciprocity is in the process of praying, Mm
1: -hmm. all
0: of your prayers for yourself are answered. Mm -hmm. All of your prayers are answered in that.
1: Yes. It's so
0: beautiful Like how to get to practice that, to understand that in this moment of praying for other, everything I would want for myself is met. I'm at peace. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm well that's the real service no yeah when we get to be present and and yeah i felt yesterday was very powerful because we were all like it was after such hard work all this week you know and like all the deaths and the rebirths that happened too Mm -hmm. so then we get to experience it together and sit together around the fire and, and 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 share and share and sweat together and as I was also commenting yesterday, it's such a simple ceremony. You know, we want to sweat. We want to get back in that space of the hotness of the womb of the mama, where we might feel tight and uncomfortable, but yet we will come out. You know, and 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 to feel that. You know, like when you also drink the medicine, and then it's very hard, and you remind yourself, "Well, I drank something." You know, this will pass you know this also will mm-hmm. pass and it will come the sun will come in the morning and and just because the, those possibilities exist is that the other one can be as a life because we know death is always dancing next to us mm-hmm. and if we are very committed to that uh, possibility we get to be very alive mm-hmm. you know we get to really give it all for because this will come many times yeah. many times every yeah. day it could you know like it If we let ourselves, that would be a very beautiful way to experience it. You know, like Krishnamurti, that he says, like, every day, a fresh new start, a fresh new eye, a fresh new life. Every day that is over, it's a death. It's gone. It's
0: left. It's, uh, it points to life as ceremony. And even having that awareness of tonight, tonight I die to the self I was today. (laughs) And tomorrow... Through the darkness, I will be born to the self I am, you know, in the morning. <laughs> There's a song that comes from um, the Hebrew lineage that I've been studying with Rabbi Mark Gaffney. And it's the words are Mizmoshir Leom Hashabat. And it's to speak of your love in the morning. And then Tov LeHodoh Adonai to trust you through the night. And it's about the relationship of you with source and yourself, and so it's like in the morning, it's like ah, you remember your love, your life, your life, yeah. and then in the night, and to trust you through the night, yeah, it's okay. like so, and to trust that through the night, as you're dying, as mm-hmm. you go into the unconscious void, into the waters Unknown. of sleep, you trust that in the morning you will wake up, and you know it's it's a kind of like a powerful tool to bring into your life, but we could bring that into our awareness every night. And I can just feel the beauty of just even that, not even making a big ritual or you could, you could light a candle in the morning or light a candle at night or create a ritual around. I died to myself today. And with all gratitude, even if it was a hard day, even if you Mm -hmm. made some mistakes, you got mad at your partner or your kids or something happened, you allow that to, Go to, you know, to die and then to be reborn and say, I am a new person this morning. And mm-hmm. I don't have to be shackled by the patterns and the habits and the guilt and the judgment mm-hmm. of my past days. I can allow this rebirth to happen. And get to the it. more we, yeah, the more we practice that, the more we practice that, the better we are. The practice makes the master always.
2: Yeah, and more detachment too, you know, from this personality that we've built with ourselves, the one that right. we are. And all the different characters that come, you know, we get to really experience this again, you know, as a kid that is playing to be uh, many different characters. And, and it's, it definitely, I think it's something important in relationships, you know, in, in a partnership, you know, to Mm -hmm. have that fresh eye every day. Okay. What happened yesterday? Okay. We got to talk about it, but today it's a new day and I'm feeling good. Like, where am I going now? Yeah. Where am I putting my attention?
0: We're so, we're so burdened by everything in the past, you know, like all of the things that happen, And a lot of times relationships crumble under the weight of those past resentments. And the, because the, the art of dying and being reborn and replenishing, renewing the life force of the eros, of the intimacy between you and your partner, it's still carrying all of this weight. And eventually the weight can just collapse. Yeah, the, the life, the the joy, of the partnership. But yeah. to have a practice where together you can go into your own death lodge, die to what was,
2: mm-hmm.
0: be reborn to what's mm-hmm. new. Like how beautiful!
2: But we're afraid of that death. Yes, because we're attached. Yeah, and we believe that that death means that it's over. Because we're attached to something specifically, you know, and somehow it is over of many things you know and it could be over in that moment for that time in that relationship that can also happen but I felt that we tend to be so attached to these things that we fear we fear our our death we fear to let ourselves die and we fear the transformation we fear the new look we fear this new way of seeing things and 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 that's the spark at the end. That's the that's mm-hmm. what gives us the joy of like waking up, even we know the day will come every day, but yet we have all these different opportunities to experience and, and and share and yeah and commit to.
0: It seems to me, it occurs to me now in this moment that our own false story about death being the end of our life is also played out in our fear of any death of our identity structure mm-hmm. so we have a story that when we die that's the end oh. not all of us have that story but that's just the come. conventional story yeah. in the mitote which the Toltecs would call the marketplace of ideas mm-hmm. that invisible god of scientism and materialist reductionism and it says when you die that's it that's yes. all it's all over at that point well, that's just not true. And, you know, you can look at the reincarnation studies from the University of Virginia, or you can just speak to the masters or however you want to do it, whether you need to go through the door of science, which is the studies done by the University of Virginia. And I forget the doctor who is running it, but or the professor who is running it. But ultimately, one way or another, it's a false story. It's a false story, as I've experienced myself beyond the Being in the Aubrey life. I know that exists. I know it. I know it to be true. So Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pretend like, well, you know, (laughs) if there is incarnation, I fucking know it to be true. Sorry. And I don't expect you to necessarily know it either, but you can look at other sources, you can find it for yourself. Mm -hmm. But it's a false story. Your death includes your life. Your death is actually, as the Toltec says, Dom Miguel Ruiz says, it's like, it's not that life gives way to death, it's that death gives way to life. Yes. So like yes. you're actually stepping into the full stream of yeah. your life, completely connected, inseparable from the force of life that moves through the cosmos
1: mm-hmm.
0: itself. So when you understand that, you realize that you, you're you never going to die. You're just going to evolve. You're just going yeah, to transform. transform. And so that's just, this is the major arc of your whole life. It's just a transformation. It's just a transition. Like Ram Dass says, it's like taking off an old shoe. You know, stepping into a new outfit. Yes. You know, uh, unconstricted, not incarcerated in the incarnation of our flesh.
1: No, complete dissolution. And free in that.
0: And also the beauty of this container that we get to experience life through, which is magnificent and unique and glorious. Yeah. Celebrating all of that. But you have that, correct that major story. Correct that major story where your your life story includes your death and you see a different perspective. Yeah. That in and of itself is so important, but then also very important to help you not be afraid of dying in this current life to your own identity. As many times. As many times as needed. The myth of the phoenix. How yes. does the phoenix get the firebird wings? Well, she goes to ash. Goes to nothing. Yeah, Returns to the soil.
2: Yeah. And that's the love in mama. Death. Yeah, Death. You know, like in many... Traditions and culture, she sees us, she's seen us the most loving, you know, the most loving, the lady of the death, you know, the one that comes and cleans, you know, like you can also see that in animals like the condor, for instance, you know, like that eats what is rotten, you know, it comes and eats anything that is rotten. He's not looking for a fresh animal. He's looking for what is decomposing. And there's an intelligence within that, that, that animal that gets to, you know, and, and I see that in, in our, in our traditions, in our cultures, like nowadays, at least like what we are experiencing, we suffer from death. You know, we Mm -hmm. are, we, it's so much sadness and suffering because we have an attachment and obviously, you know, especially if a dear one dies, there's like, Pain. Grief. there's like grief. Real grief. It's and like in, in what the grief that needs to be grieved. Yes, it needs to happen, and it needs to. But yet, there's also a celebration in the presence of that grief. Yeah, and when that appears, it appears for all. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter. It comes and it, it's it's there, and it's that presence that is coming for all of us. And and I feel that these times we can really tap into that as a collective. The moments of like where things are like really shedding and like transforming where we're all, if we're, we're open, at least we get to really feel and we cannot deny it. And, and I, I am definitely not afraid. You know, I really, I really pray so that I can be very present that moment when it really comes. May I be very present. And these times that I get to experience these little deaths, I also, I'm also encouraging myself to be present and loving about it, you know, and, And curious about it, like knowing that, okay, I'm going through this because whatever is coming is going to be magical. Mm -hmm. So I might just let this sword pass through me, you know, I'm not Mm going to hold on to it. I'm just going to let it, it's going to heal and I'll, I'll return. So, yeah. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. There's a story that, you know, again, my teacher, uh, Mark Gaffney, he, he talks about, he says, there's a, a first, first innocence. Where, if you're in the level of the first innocence, when someone dies, you cry. It's tragic. It's something someone dies and you cry. And then there's the first, you know, level of you know the the tragic level, the 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 consciousness of separ- of where your construct changes and you've learned a lot of things and you, it, life becomes more complex. And the, the simplicity and innocence of that, if someone dies, you cry.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very
0: simple. And then in the second level, it's, well, actually no one ever dies. And so when someone is dying, there's no reason to cry because that soul is passing on. So you have all of this knowledge that could tell you there's no reason to cry. And he tells a story about different levels of students. You know, the first level of students, they cry when the master dies. And then the second level of students who are more advanced, they don't cry oh no, the master is still with us and no reason to cry. But the third level is the second innocence. The second innocence where they've gone past that and they return to that level of innocence where they cry once again. And they cry with the knowledge that the soul will move on, Mm -hmm. but with a deep honoring of the life that was. And with
2: sentiment. Yes. A human expression. Exactly.
0: So, And that's the journey that we're all on. We start with this innate, simplicity this first simplicity and it's beautiful it's what a child has it's why a child is like the master like the mystic
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they understand something even if they don't understand technically all of the things they know it they know it intuitively and then you learn a bunch of things and you think you're so smart
1: but yeah, you missed it
0: you missed the point that the early ones got but they didn't couldn't explain it and then the third level the second innocence the second simplicity is when you've integrated you. all of that and then you go back to being like the child again.
2: Well, the song I shared, the second one, the... a Waranese song. And it says, let the child cry. Because uh, when the baby's crying, is definitely in front of the presence of God. Mm. And... It's, yeah, when we are like adults and we are afraid of the baby that is crying and people are like, oh, and they're like, no, let the baby cry. It's mm-hmm. witnessing God right now. Yeah. So it is, a, I, I cry a lot, you know, like that's mm-hmm. something me that it happens to me very often me on too. daily basis. I, <laughs> I might be eating something incredible that has been prepared yeah. with so much love and I'm like, okay, you know, and it's so beautiful that water gets to pour from our being when our waters are moving inside, you know, like it comes all the way out that it has to, so yeah.
0: What I think about when I think about tears is, for me, my tears are cleansing away, washing away Mm -hmm. a film that
1: Mm -hmm. was
0: blinding me from seeing the truth. So anytime, like anytime I see the truth, the tears come to wash away the film of what I see. And that could be a truth about myself, so... Even when I watch, you know, movies, there's certain movies that'll make me cry all the time. And it's usually a movie where the hero is willing to sacrifice himself for the good of all, Mm -hmm. for the good of his people, for the good of his tribe, for the, for the love that he has. He's willing to give everything. I always cry. Mm -hmm. Why do I always cry? Because it's reminding me of a truth about myself, which on one level I'm afraid and I'm, you know, I'm afraid to go. Out and not drink water. I'm afraid of all of this, and then I see the hero in a story that is willing to give everything.
2: Yourself,
0: and it reminds me of myself. And the tears wash when I have profound moments where the tears wash away, and I I get to know myself again. (laughs) And it can happen with all the gratitude for life, for food, for air, for light. Those tears come, and then then from there you can see with new clarity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. why well, this has been such a beautiful time to spend these days with you at fit for service mm-hmm. and just to get to know you and to know you as an ally in this life and to share you know my myself as an ally to you and in, in mm-hmm. your life and mm-hmm. in whatever may come
2: mm-hmm. yes yeah, so much gratitude and inspiration and um. Somehow, I find we're very similar, you know, mm-hmm. energetic. Like I, when I'm talking to you and I look into your eyes, I really can see myself. Yeah. And I love this mirror, you know. I love what I can see of myself through you, and I'm very grateful and honored. And I love you. I, I love really you too. Do. I'm I'm happy we got to do this. Soon.
0: I love you too. <laughs> and I love all you guys. Let's bring it. Let's bring it all home with the song. If, if you're okay. up for it.
2: Yes.
3: Flor que nace y en la tierra y hacia el cielo ha de volar. agua de montaña hacia el mar por el río ella ya de nada. Cuatro puntos en mi cuerpo entrelazan la raíz. Siete flechas con el viento hacia el cielo han de volar. Peatito curandero yay, peatito de visión. Ay, tai, tai, kun, ay, kayariri taki taki agua Aguacoya curandera y Aguacoya azulada de mar Aguacoya curandera Aguacoya azulada de mar Tonatiuh desierto, te escucho mi abuelo Venadito azul, light te vibra la arteria Luces de colores le dan fuerza a mi cuerpo Frases que me dictan desde Viricuta Ya es de Viricuta Ay, tonatiuh Te llevo, mi abuelo. Ay, venadito azul, azul te veo. Ay, peyatito curandero, ay, peyatito de visión. Ay, tai, tai, cuna y callariri. Taqui, taqui, callariri.
0: and just before we finally wrap up i just want to give a a bow to your beautiful partner kyle captures he's been here with us as well and his energy and his presence and the way you guys weave together musically is just so beautiful too so mad love to your partner kyle who's not here with us today but uh just really appreciate the way that you two walk through this life and i'm just honored to walk with
2: you both mm-hmm. thank you so much for sure thank
0: you yeah goodbye everybody thanks for tuning into this podcast with Wida. i hope you guys really enjoyed it please listen to her music and if you find an opportunity to meet her in a retreat somewhere in some space in person you're going to be overwhelmed with her life force and the life force that she evokes and induces in you just from being in her presence Thank you all. I love you all. I'll see you next week.